1: Hey there Afterbuzzers, welcome back to Afterbuzz TV's Narcos after show. We are here breaking down season 1 episode 3, The Men of Always. My name is Isaac Johnson. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson, And I'm joined once again by my friendly associate Ashley Chapman.
2: Hey, guys. Welcome to episode three. Tweet at me, uh, Ashley underscore Chapman, Twitter, also on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also in the chat, too. So please feel free to share your comments, your questions, your theories. I'd love to hear it.
1: Yeah. Head over to YouTube.com after Buzz TV. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Like the video. Leave us a comment you're watching live chat with us yeah. we would love to talk Come to you in, join in the fun yeah so right. man what an interesting episode uh oh, pablo yes. there seems to be uh trying to move along his political aspirations uh Met with uh, some, some, uh, some, what's the word? Gosh, I can't think of the word. He's met with the. Opposition? Or opposition. Some, yeah. Oh my gosh. Some interesting opposition. This is, this is why you're here. I <laughs> yeah, can't think yeah. of anything. I'll of be here words. all night, everybody. Thank you. Know, thank you for <laughs> so, saying you're going <laughs> to yeah. stay on the show. Let's, <laughs> um, yeah. Yes.
2: Can what'd I just you, say you think? how yeah. crazy that opening scene was? Uh,
1: I mean, anybody
2: else was on Pens and yeah, needles? Yeah. Let's talk exactly. about
1: that. I mean, we don't have to top. go
2: in depth because Pablo well, took care of that for us. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, but with yeah. the gun, he was.
2: I mean, it was just it was just a very interesting scene. Yeah. And,
1: are we talking about him and, and Velez, or yes. We, okay?
2: Yes. Very yeah. very interesting scene. Gray opening. I mean, just things like that. You know, mm-hmm. just sort of showing just you know i mean he starts it off like i'm the most loved man in colombia mm-hmm. and and you know everything that's happening and you just sort of see how much people are really soaking into yeah you know this persona that he has built for himself i yeah. mean and obviously you know groupies they they do a lot to to try and get the attention of people who are yeah. in the public eye. But I mean, this was just it was just I don't know. It was just such a really interesting scene for them to show mm-hmm. as a part of just how powerful he is at this point and just what he can do. I mean, that, yeah, that was a, I was on pins and needles for that whole scene.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he's got some uh, megalomania going on. Oh there, yeah. Of course. Um, but I'm like, okay, I think I know what's going on with the gun. So. It was happening. Yeah. That's what, okay. I'm like... <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. I'm a lot like, of things were happening.
1: even... I don't want to... Know. Okay, I shouldn't yeah. really think about the logistics of that or anything of that nature, but like... Okay, I do have a prediction later about Valeria, but I'll, I'll save that for the end of the show. Well, yeah, we'll wow. save it, but yeah. <laughs> well, wow, that was interesting.
2: Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I thought this was a yeah. really great episode. It showed me a lot more character traits about mm-hmm. Pablo. You know, yeah, we'll get yeah, into yeah. To more of that, but... This was just a really interesting show because, again, it kind of touched back a little bit on the first episode talking about yeah, the magical in, realism. Yeah. Yep. And then also little little hints and little drops in there about just sort of correlating a lot of what's happening in mm-hmm. Colombia to what's happening in the U.S. So, sure. yeah, yeah. you know, it was a lot of great parallels th- there. But I felt like this was a very good, this was a great episode to get just a little bit more of a layer for Pablo that sure. I that I didn't necessarily consider or interpret before mm-hmm. as to sort of the, one of the motives behind what eventually led him to want to become president of right. Colombia. Totally. And then, of course, you know, we, we still, I still feel like we're kind of lacking on the DEA side okay. um, as far as information and just sort of really going more in depth with who they are mm-hmm. and just their story. But overall, I felt like it was a really great not only information episode but but a great character driven episode as well
1: yeah cool i, I agree um i, I th- we did get a decent amount about the dea kind of like how they're going to try to go after him some of that stuff is smart we'll get into that mm-hmm. uh, i mean the men of always is kind of like the men who have always been in power yeah. and that sort of thing and you know and this whole episode is about him trying to Um, be able to influence that power. I thought cinematically there were some really amazing shots, especially with him like walking in the field, them juxtaposing Mm. that against the, um, like him walking into Congress for the first time. Um, And the
2: rain coming down. Right.
1: And, and I, a lot more, like you're saying, a lot more about his character and just kind of what's behind it. Yeah. Um and all that stuff. So let's um let's she jump on into dive that. So, into it. Yeah, so we're already talking about Valeria. She's mm-hmm. like um you know, basically she's going to help him get connected with uh Duke um. the, with the new liberals, was that the name of the party? Uh, I, yeah, it,
2: uh, he was one of the ministers of justice, I believe. Uh,
1: that was Laura. Laura's the minister of R- justice. But I think he
2: was also as well. I oh, think was, he was he? Okay. Another one, yeah. That um, he was trying to influence. I think Laura was probably um, at a higher seat than him, but.
1: Yeah, well it seemed like these guys are something to do with like special interests and of course they're buying their way in, which is probably not unsimilar to real politics. We'll uh, go into of that, but. Um, what did you what did you think of? I guess him and Valeria there. It seems like oh, before we get to that. Or mm-hmm. Before I just ask you a question. Now I'm gonna answer myself. But <laughs> um, I like that Tata is smart enough to know of course what's going on. Of um, course. I like that they haven't written her um, dumb. I mean, obviously, you know, we talk about this as history that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I like that she knew. Yeah, uh, I don't like that he's doing this while she's pregnant. Um, he has a daughter in this episode. And obviously, we know he's not a good guy, but uh, he seems to have, uh, or at least without, you know, his infidelity, like a fairly good relationship with her. Yeah, uh, He seems to be pretty good to her, except for the whole infidelity thing, which is probably maybe the worst thing to right. do. Um, but what do you think about their relationship, how they've written her?
2: You know, it's interesting. I actually, um, of course, read that he was very notorious for having lots of affairs mm-hmm. with women. Of course. So you know and and from what i read there was never any record or testimony that she had stepped outside of their marriage so according to you know everything that mm-hmm. that we've heard and p- other people's records um tata has been very faithful to yeah. escobar um so she's somebody who's like she's in it she's down for the cause you know she's the ride or die wife but right. i think that it's really interesting and you know what when i when i saw that scene it reminded me of so many other movie like biopic movies that mm-hmm. I've seen where you have somebody the you know a celebrity or somebody in power right. who is messing around with other women and the wife is like look you know just as long yeah don't bring it into like the that. house as long as you know that I'm you know top dog <laughs> right right you know for lack of better term so it just it reminded me a lot I mean I didn't really that that didn't phase me a whole lot because I think that that's something that Unfortunately, it's it's kind of a cliche thing that happens. You get to a certain level and you, you know, you have women throwing themselves at you and, you know, you just you just it's a part of the life, you know.
1: Yeah. He almost seems to kind of try to justify to her a little bit like, oh, she's in the news and they're interested in me Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing.
2: Which, of course, she's not buying it. Which yeah. is like, you know, good for Tata. I mean, it, mm-hmm. that was just a great, cause we haven't really gotten a whole lot of character development right, from her I'm either. Saying, yeah. So, I mean, it was just great for us to see, you know, I mean, she's very, obviously very conflicted. Like, she obviously mm-hmm. cares and loves about Pablo a lot. Yeah. And she wants to just have a family, you know, and yeah. I don't know if she is at all interested or concerned about him moving away from, you know, d- being a, a drug cartel or, or mm-hmm. what you know she ultimately wants but she is definitely invested in the relationship sure and I think that her knowing what was going on with Valera and just her kind of
1: I like that look that she gives her when he introduces, he's like, "Oh, this is a, a news reporter," Hell and she no was fury, just like, like scorn, daggers. Man. I thought the daggers. performance was pretty great there. She's like um, that, that
2: thought over there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just, just I, like. I mean, I'm just like a big fan of when we don't have to write the female characters like you know, kind of like, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously she knows what he's into, mm-hmm. you know. But I like her knowing, like, just. From an intro. Because there yeah. was nothing in that intro to, you know, like, hi, this is so-and-so. Right. And there was nothing in there that seemed too familiar. Right. But she knew right away. And I, I really don't know Yeah, that.
2: women's intuition. It always kicks in. Uh-huh. And as yeah, much as they try to hide it. The first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Exactly. But,
1: um, yeah. I thought that was cool. Her talking to him. Then, she, of course, the thing with the baby happened. Right. Um,
2: Which, yeah, I was mentioning that mm-hmm. I was... I mean, of course, there were a lot of new people introduced. The, you know, you got, we always got to keep up, and you mm-hmm. got to like write down and make sure you know everybody's name. Sure. But in addition to that, I was a little confused with the timeline, and maybe the chat can sort of help me out here because – I found out that, that the daughter, I think her name was Manuela, she was actually born in 71. And I think that this timeline is continuing off of 81 from yeah, the last episode. Yeah, it seems
1: like it hasn't moved, like, a, we haven't had a jump um, since the yeah, first episode, I think. a real
2: jump, yeah. So it was kind of hard, like, keep watching the episode to sort of keep track of what time period sure. we were in and how far we were jumping and what. So, I mean, hopefully yeah. that's something that they can continue to reconcile throughout the rest of the series, because I yeah. think that the knowing the time is really important, sort of knowing when events happened mm-hmm. and where we're sort of heading next but
1: yeah who knows yeah. what reason they're choosing to do that if it is like well she was born earlier or something yeah. like that maybe from just like the pure storytelling thing it, yeah it continues to moves forward with the drama which is why we're watching anyway right. um even if all the times aren't yeah. exactly right but um i like this stuff with him with with pablo um you know like him, 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 uh, you know, continuing to move forward with his political aspirations. Last yeah. last episode, he said, "Oh, I'm not interested in that," but of course, right. we know mm-hmm. that he is. Um, and him just kind of like steamrolling through the people, like basically, like how much money is it going to take yeah. in order for me to do what I want? And 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 again, we've talked about how like how smart he is. Um uh, Ortega is what like the current congressman, and he's gonna run as an alternate to him wink right um and then and then and suddenly something's gonna happen, as, and he's yeah. not
2: gonna be oh he's not gonna be able to run at all
1: yeah exactly oh i'm gonna but in yeah. a way like that's I guess the only way that he can get in there is, is to yeah. be basically like to be like, look, I'm gonna back this mm-hmm. new party, the new liberals here. Um, I'm going to be, you know, when he's talking to like the crowds of people, you know, we finally get to see a lot more of that. Um, and sort of appealing to that, like, you know, um, he even has that line about like, I'm not a rich man. I'm a poor guy with money, Mm -hmm. um, which is like, isn't that the same thing? Um, (laughs) but you know, him sort of, you know, pointing out specifically like, you know, these people in power, like they don't care about you and like, they won't feed you and I'm one of you and all Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. This is like, um, you know like i think who is it i think somebody which character carlos compares him to hitler at some point right and this is all really similar type of stuff to kind of appeal to like look i'm one of you guys i'm just trying to fight for you but it ultimately i think a lot of that has to do with him growing up poor you know growing up without much growing up and seeing like these like you know like oligarchs and these kind of people in power and never helping people i mean sure you know, doing it illegally is, is not maybe the way to do it, um, but him, uh, you, you can see that there's more than just money and power. Of course, that's the yes. megalomania and all the ego and all that stuff, but I think he really does want to help the people. What do you think?
2: Um, I mean, I was kind of on the fence about it throughout this episode, because I was like, well, maybe he just has these really twisted delusions of grandeur and he actually does yeah. want to help people, but something that I kind of realized and then just doing research on the episode, I think that it's not so much, well, yes, obviously we know, um, he gets immunity. He and his guys, I get immunity, which is even
1: smarter. Right.
2: It's power. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, helping the people. I'm sure that's a part of it. But I think the biggest thing is that he's very insecure and he just wants to be legitimized and he wants to be validated by the people who he was ignored by people who thought he was invisible when he was poor. You know, when you don't have any money and you're living in a country like Columbia, you're Mm -hmm. poor, you're nameless, you're faceless. You're kind of almost meaningless in a sense, Mm -hmm. you know, and so he wants
1: to matter exactly. And
2: especially in the scene, you know, when he's going in to, you know, he's finally supposed to be a congressman, Um, you know, and, and, and he feels being like, oh, I've arrived, I, I fit in now with the big kids club. Yeah. And he, I think that's what he really wanted. He just wanted to be a part of that club of the elitist, of, you know, these high society mm-hmm. people who, you know, they they separate themselves from the rest of the country and from the lowerlings. I sure. would you know, yeah. I would assume. So I think that that was really his biggest motive. He's a man who has everything, but still he feels incomplete, and that he felt would be something to sort of help to fill that hole that he has.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, they they make the point that like you know, at twenty eight, he had like more money than he knew what to do with. Exactly. Um And you know, we're talking about this like magical realism thing, mm-hmm. which was a uh, part of the country, but like just that he. I don't think that he's aware of who he really is, yeah. and he has these higher aspirations.
2: Right. And when you don't know who you are, yeah. you want to you, you want to try right. and fit in. You know, you'll fall for anything. You want to try and fit in with someone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, and he, he he wants you know he talks about like you know power doesn't mean you can abuse the poor. He says right. that kind of thing when he's kind of rallying up the crowd there, but. We see that, like, even in his, as he's going into Congress, he doesn't know. Like, the, the security guys tell him, like, you gotta wear a tie, gotta, dude. Yeah.
2: I mean, throughout the entire episode, mm-hmm. he goes to the, I guess, what you call the official campaign, you know, mm-hmm. uh, debate or the speech, whatever. He's wearing jeans and a button-up, yeah. you know. Sure, I mean, not the most professional thing that yeah, you would I think, wear. I think
1: some politicians do that, too, though. Like when but, I mean, like, to uh, to people, Ortega, yeah.
2: he was in a yeah, nice suit, you mm-hmm. know. So, I mean, even though he was running as an alternate, or he was running, um, you know, mm-hmm. somebody else on his Team just right. throughout the entire episode, mm-hmm. it was just very apparent, and very obvious that that Pablo was very removed from that world. You know, yeah, he didn't well, really understand it.
1: The, the tie is like a very specific yeah. sort of like yeah he doesn't belong he here he doesn't
2: belong here and he doesn't but realize but he wants it. to but yeah. he, want, he has an obsession for whatever reason yeah. for belonging there and they reject him and I think that that was kind of the be- mm-hmm. the start of the beginning of the end but yeah it was just that was really telling for me mm-hmm. for part of Escobar's character it's like no maybe it's not really the money or the wealth or even the, the philanthropy it's, it's more of just being accepted into this club yeah. and being legitimized by this government of people cool. who yeah he wants yeah he just wants he wants to, to be, be cool yeah. like, it's like breakfast club he just wants to, yeah be, like, exactly. he wants, to, join the breakfast like, club. He wants right. to be cool and be The able colombian to, breakfast club exactly uh
1: but you know in this um you know he's he's, you know, he's going into congress there um and so we've got a well in this oh sorry this was the other thing but like he you know all these the, the cinematic scenes i was mm-hmm. talking about where he's like you got him staring out and you got the skyline behind him right he's going you got the like the two justice statues i think it was two or it was one um but he's just like, man, I finally got in there. You got to imagine growing up poor w- yeah. without a name, without mm-hmm. a face, without any influence, just under, you know, oppression. essentially, right. You know, that kind of thing. And he found a way to gain money and power. People are afraid of him. Right. And now he's like, oh, now I'm in here. I can finally maybe affect, you know, what's going on in the country. But he's done it through. He hasn't done it through necessarily hard work. He's yeah. done it through bribing people. <laughs> of you know? course. He's done it. He's Which done is the it through, irony. through killing people right. and having so much influence that he's covered up all of his criminal record mm-hmm. that there is no record of, you know, him. You know, everybody's like, well, look, he's a drug trafficker. And it's like, well, if you can prove find it. the record, yeah. prove it, you know.
2: Or if there is, he makes sure to eliminate anybody who can offer any proof as best as he can. Yeah, Which exactly. is the irony in it. It's like, no, I should be president. I should be congressman or whatever, because I am here for the people and I want mm-hmm. to affect change and I want to do good right. for the people. But I'm gonna do it by bribing you yeah. with every last cent that I have, by yeah. murdering your, your, you, your, your family, you know, and it's mm. just, it's just funny how, just how, how, I mean, that, but that's how a lot of politicians are, you know, sure. it was a really great insight into, you know, how people make, mm-hmm. in, in politics, people make a lot of promises and they say that of they course. wanna, they wanna help, they wanna do good, mm-hmm. but, what you have to do to get there—it's—it's—you right. would never if you knew the real truth about it, you would never ever look at them as a, right. a moral person.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I mean, he he paid off you know, in, initially. He pays off Laura, Minister Laura there, and who, who suddenly has a has a moment of conscience. Of course, um, he was helped a little bit by the DA there, but he, a lot of people were. Yeah, <laughs> of course. As,
2: to his own, you know. Okay. Yeah,
1: but ultimately, he you know he is somebody who is is sort of sickened by this kind of thing, but. Yeah his um his sort of like take no prisoner's approach to, to be like one we found this photo you know like after like which is a whole thing that we'll get into Steve with mm-hmm. Stephen here, but um and then really going for the jugular and I'm like dude, you're gonna die there's no way that and and he almost has like a similar thing of like he's because he's doing the right thing, which is good and mm-hmm. and and bravery and all that kind of stuff you know right. I mean, this is a real story right. But, um, the, the method that he goes about it, um, is so brash that he allows his sort of, I think, ego to get involved in it. Even when Steve is like, you know, you should wear this vest because, you know, you're a marked man at this point. But then he's just like, well, look, I didn't do this for, you know, whatever, like I did this for the right reasons, which I believe, but at the same time, the same sort of issue kind of that Pablo has in wanting to be in power, and this is a person in power, he gets kind of caught up in that it feels like did you think that a little at all or
2: i I more so took it as you know because the real um, Lara Rodriguez Rodriguez Lara, I think that's that was his full name right the, Rodrigo, yeah, L- Lara, Rodrigo Rodrigo yeah. Lara mm-hmm. um you know I mean he had up until that point and even after that point he had a really great reputation. Mm -hmm. And he was somebody who at a very young age, he was interested, interested in politics. I think he was elected mayor of his city when he was like 22 or 23. So I can imagine somebody in his position. I mean, he started out with the best of intentions, like a lot of people in politics Mm -hmm. do. They want to affect change. They want to help people. And he had a weak moment, like a lot of people do. A lot of money. uh, Right. A (laughs) lot of money. And then, of course, you know, the name Escobar. I'm sure at that point he knew his reputation. Yeah, they know about him. so it's very difficult in that situation to say no. But I think that he had, you know, a moment of just realizing why he was doing this you know why he was there he was tired of the corruption and i think in a sense he was tired of people like pablo sort of buying their way into their justice system it's like no this Uh is this is not how we do things and this is not how things are going to go down Mm -hmm. and i think ultimately when he made the decision to out pablo Mm -hmm. during that meeting he kind of already knew what was coming to him that was my feeling i had a feeling like he kind of accepted his fate and he just wanted to do as much as he could to bring them down sure. and to sort of kill Pablo's dream before he eventually himself, you know, I kind of took it as yeah. that kind of as he somewhat felt responsible a little bit for sure. well, allowing about, Pablo to he be talks there. talks about
1: turning a blind eye and he, he, he yeah. basically he's confessing, you know, yeah. in public. You and know, he was a
2: part of why Pablo was there. So I yeah, think he just, so he's
1: basically saying, like, I'm going to write this wrong, right? The that wrong kind of thing, and
2: accept the consequences. You know?
1: Yeah, I just got the okay. Like, so they're going to move him to like what Czechoslovakia, or yeah. something like that. And I'm like in two weeks, <laughs> like
2: do it never today. Like, make it. We why? should be on a plane now. You know, are we you waiting know? two
1: weeks? Or at the very least, be held um, up somewhere, you know, right. witness protection or something. I don't know. But um, you know, I I really dug that. I like having a character that mm-hmm. um, instead of you know we've got this you know like sort of like oh where's the line the line between right and wrong and that right. kind of thing with all the characters but i like a guy who was like you know what no no more of this mm-hmm. uh, you know i'm gonna go for the jugular right. yeah, like, I, like you're saying like it's it's probably going to cost me my life yeah, or whatever right.
2: But speaking on that line, I love that moment with uh, him and Steve where, you know, he's like, I'll accept your offer or your mm. gift for this vest or whatever. Um, but what I won't accept is your condescension. Yeah. Basically saying, like, don't think that just because you're here in Colombia and you're bringing down this drug cartel who's mm. corrupt and evil, that that means that the U.S. is any different. Like, You know, don't think that sure. you can look yeah, down, yeah, yeah. I like that. you know, on Colombia and just think of it as, like, this completely immoral country that has no values mm-hmm. and there's no control here. It's like, no, there's a lot of stuff going on in the U.S. as far as narco-terrorism is concerned. So yeah, just absolutely. let that be known. Yeah, Yeah. So cool. Another really great, like I, th- I said, another really great, I can see that the writers and the creators of this show, they like to just drop little... Yeah, they do. Little yeah. nudges, like, okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. And a little, like, little trail, a
2: like, little breadcrumb there.
1: Social commentary. Yeah, exactly. Never heard i anybody. Um, so Gustavo's, like, you know look man you're focusing on the wrong things Mm -hmm. what you want and who you think you can become basically like wake up yeah it's kind of what he's telling you to and and that's ultimately the moment that he has you know we get the the sort of he flew too close to the sun which is the you know Mm -hmm. icarus kind of Um, thing you know basically you got too close to you know something that could ultimately hurt you and you, you you basically you're out of your depth here like at this point like look, this is who we are. Right. You know, we're bandits. We're bandits, Is exactly. what he says to him. You know, you need to focus back on here because, and really he needs to be careful if he doesn't focus yeah. on like on his real business and how he actually made his money not through property owning and right. all those taxi, clever little things. Yeah, thing. yeah a taxi company and I own yeah. a lot of houses and I'm... I'm just a good guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're not careful, this is where the guys are going to come back in. And, 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 you know, basically, if you show this sort of vulnerability and no commitment to the business, mm-hmm. to the cartel. Exactly. Then you're leaving yourself vulnerable here. And I think that uh, Gustavo is, like, voice of reason yeah. a lot to him. He's as reasonable as you can be uh, yeah, right. for the business that they are in. Are in. Yeah. But, like, I, I saw him as, like, trying to wake him up um you know tata tries to comfort him a little bit like oh they just you know uh, they don't get it or something mm-hmm. like
2: that right which i thought was was pretty interesting and i would love to hear your your insight on this is just to why i mean i understand you know obviously him being a politician that means that there's a lot more eyes on mm-hmm. them as a, a cartel as a whole but there also can be a lot of really great benefits to yeah. making narco a you, know, I mean, to making Colombia a narco state, or to being sort of the head of a country. Yeah. But but everybody, you know, I mean, they wouldn't. I mean, well, yeah, some people did explicitly tell him to his face, "No, oh, this is a really bad idea. You shouldn't go yeah. through with this." But a lot of people, you know, in his team, they were they were really supportive of Pablo wanting to become president.
1: Yeah. And
2: well, I, I yeah. just, I, yeah, I just kind of wondered you know... I mean like
1: as far as like, gotcha? Yeah, I mean, ev- well. pretty much
2: everybody. I mean, you I know, think, Tatashi, she, yeah. of course, is the loving, supportive wife. But I mean, everybody else seemed to be very, almost scared. Like, no, this is not yeah. something that you should be doing. And I just I just wanted to, I guess, see, like, what did you think of that? Or, yeah, you know...
1: I, I think maybe like, it's kind of hard to tell, but I think maybe more of them are worried about the bottom line. Like, those guys, those guys don't want to help anybody. Those guys want money and more money and more mm-hmm. money and power um i don't see them as business, like this so kind of is. seems like this is a distraction like mm-hmm. what are you doing yeah one you don't belong in that club yeah. they're never really going Gonna to accept, accept you you. Mm-hmm. you know where you belong you right. belong with us this mm-hmm. is what we do this is the kind of people we are interesting um, i like yeah. gustavo being the one to really point that out to him because it seems like he's the person that can yeah. um I maybe mean,
2: even carlos too he tries to tell him like look yeah it's, you you tried, but this is not yeah. this is not happening. Well,
1: even Gustavo like makes it real hard. Like, look, if this is what you're gonna do, then you need
2: to then you need to find somebody down, else
1: yeah. to to we and also you need to find somebody else to run run the your business, labs. Yeah. You know, which you know Carlos is like, yeah, I'll step on up. You know, Hitler seemed to have some pretty good ideas, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that we
2: can implement right away. Maybe these the camps. first time yeah. that's
1: ever been uttered. But um, yeah. man, yeah, some really great stuff on Pablo. I'm really excited. Just where they're going with it, because you do kind of feel like some empathy, I guess you can say, for his plight and mm-hmm. you know wanting to be taken from being like a you know poor sort of helpless person, yeah, helping other poor people and that kind of thing, like you know. But at the same time, like it's it's not completely yeah. um, pure because it's you know obviously he's 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 hurting so many people, killing people in the process. Right. Anyone gets in his way is um, yeah. not going to live or anything like that.
2: Yeah, his perception or the way that. That people see him or other people's perception of Pablo, it really matters to him. Yeah. You know? Like mm-hmm. he cares so much what other people yeah. think of him. And that's and the cool
1: thing. Like yeah. wanting to be cool. It's like, yeah. kind of like oh, I want to be accepted by all these people that aren't gonna accept me anyway.
2: And it's just so I just thought it was it was really, really hilarious, just how the whole episode, he's like, I'm not a bad guy, I'm not a bad guy, yeah, you know? No, you, Find the evidence. But it's like, yeah, dude, exactly. you're burying money in your mother's couch. Yeah. Drug money. Drug really? Money. He's like, I didn't do it. You know, like the little kid who lies when he steals the cookie from the cookie jar. It wasn't me. All right. Well,
1: let's take a tiny little break um, and talk about iTunes. Folks, head over to iTunes. Find our our Narcos After Show. Give us a rating and review. Um, it really helps out the network after Buzz has over 100 hours of content every week for TV. And if you lo- if you love TV, this is the place you should be coming to. Yes, um, discuss it, dive dive deeper into it, and uh, discuss it with us because we love this yeah. show. And, and
2: quick shout out to the chat. Thank you guys yeah. for chiming in on a few of our our comments and. Yeah. A lot yeah. of great commentary going on today with this. Awesome. Sh- this was a really great episode. So. Yeah,
1: well let's shout out we've we finally got a review on iTunes. Woo! It's a big day. Let's celebrate who is it? with uh who is it? with Coke, I think. Is that how you celebrate? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> well that's one way to celebrate. Yeah, more, yeah. Meet
2: us after the show, guys.
1: Um this is from Who Who is what it says. Who Who. Who who like who like maybe who's who? I don't know. Anyway, uh, he yes. or she writes five stars, by the way. Oh, a five nice. star review. If you really like us, give us the five stars. Um, right. just, to, and, and very simply stated, says Glad After Buzz is recapping this show. How, how long do you think it took he or she to write this review? Well, over or under 20 seconds, maybe
2: less time than it took you to yeah, actually so read it. <laughs> that's
1: literally how easy it is to yeah. do it. So please head over there and give us a rating review on the show. It really helps out the network. Um, and this is a free show, so we yeah. really appreciate it if you help us out, and we will shout you out. Hoo hoo,
2: hoo hoo, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so uh,
1: let's get back in here. Um, yes. this is the stuff I like the most with Javier and Steve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is well, one they set up the storytellers really do a good job of setting up that the DEA. There's sort of an unspoken rule that they're off limits because of yeah. uh, Kiki Cameron or Cameron. Yeah, I can't remember how to say the last name. But um that this, yeah, there that it is. Um, He, um, basically the Narcos, um, what skinned him alive, dismembered his body... They did a lot and, of graph.
2: And it was like over thirty hours that he was tortured from right. what I had researched and they basically mm-hmm. gave him anamphetamines to to keep him awake. So he felt yeah. every single Brutal part of it. stuff just brutal, brutal.
1: And of course that calls down um you know like the feds or yeah, the it DDA calls or down whatever. Everybody. And basically they come in and, and just, just start
2: massacring y- yeah, exactly. the narco. And it's
1: cartel. like, look, you will not touch our people. Yeah. And the message is received
2: <laughs> very, very um,
1: clear. <laughs> so. Of course, we got this is why Steve and Javier can operate the way they do and not necessarily be touched. They can kill your cat, which is like you know, they have the whole like, well, it's like a canine basically. If you, it's like, yeah. well, that's a federal offense, man, killing right. a cat, which,
2: which it was reaching. But I yeah. mean, for guys like that who I'm I'll sure agree. don't know any different, they I'm, I'm sure they bought it, yeah. <laughs> you know? But this
1: is, but this is them getting resourceful. Um, they, yeah. in order to best these people. They have to find an angle in. um Of course, you know because of the fear of being like, look, if we really mess with these guys, they're they're going to come in like with whole teams of people, and and then and we're no longer going to be business or dead. Yeah. Um. So them tying this in and being like, look, because you know, it was like Kiki was like basically the savior of us all. This is right. the reason why none of these guys are dead. So the whole thing with the passport and um you know these two agents and customs comes back around i like that they're like okay so now we're gonna go after these guys you know like which like the cat interrogation system uh like scene was kind of i don't know kind of, yeah. kind of i don't know comedic to me Yeah, but, like
2: cats out the bag yeah exactly that yeah that yeah kind of i mean but, i know it, i it kind of felt a little three stooges z to me just I, how they kept going around you know kind of I bumping into really each liked,
1: other i actually really liked the scene and they kept slapping the guys <laughs>
2: you it, know. Was, it was kind
1: of a fun scene to me
2: I mean, and, and obviously it was more than, than just the cat, which, you know, God rest, poor little muffins yeah, or whatever the cat's yeah. name was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I thought just in that whole telling of that particular part of the story, it just, it gave them a lot more insight as to how much the cartel knows about the DEA mm-hmm. that I don't think they were anticipating that they would know. I mean, they were pretty much one step ahead of them every single term. Like, they couldn't right. even get a whole lot of really um, you know useful information on who killed the dog on cat. It's like <laughs> really are we having this much trouble finding out who killed the cat? You yeah. know what I mean? And then just going from there the mm-hmm. whole every step of the way like the, the cartel was always five steps ahead. Of, right, and, which
1: is good to know. me like it built a decent amount of like dramatic tension in the story. Yeah. Like man, how are they going to get these guys, you know, they are one step ahead, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But then it's like look you know what? We can't stop him. We we, we can't stop him from being a congressman. Yeah. So you know what? Why don't we just let him do, do it? it? Because now there will be a spotlight on him. Yep. And, and then when we get our evidence, which they're going to keep, you know, looking for, the
2: country is going to destroy be, him. Yeah. He'll be
1: publicly embarrassed. Yeah. And you know, what's the this guy with this massive ego? What's the the Worst best way, way to, to hurt to, or to hurt him yeah. and, and tear away his dreams? Mm-hmm you know is basically to let him yeah. get what he th- let him think he gets what he wants and then take it away from him yeah. you know and of course you know them getting lar involved in there and that yeah. was to me like i really liked that um you know we've said like man we're not getting enough about steve we're getting you know more about javier that's cool um javier is you know you know he's got questionable morals um but i liked it like because I think was it Steve's idea?
2: I thought it was Javier's.
1: Was it okay? Yeah, yeah I, I can't remember. Was Javier's. If, maybe it was both of their idea. I can't really remember. But but I
2: mean, yeah, I mean, just going off of that that same note, I thought, you know, if what if it weren't for the fact that this were based on real live events, I mean, I would have felt really really bad for Steve and Javier because mm-hmm. it just seemed like every single time they tried to get a quarter of a step ahead, they were pushed back ten different feet, ten yeah. back ten feet so mm-hmm. you know just with that scene you know I think that it was kind of like an aha moment for them it's like we're trying so hard to like hit yeah. him at this level it's so like many paid, no people
1: paid off yeah
2: let's let's let him have his Icarus moment and just fly yeah. too high to the sun let the wings burn you know once yeah. he gets to that level so yeah I thought that was a great introduction piece because you know eventually we, yeah. we see that that's sort of how it all uh, affects yeah him it's basically
1: like we're going to let him like score essentially yeah. so that we can get a victory
2: exactly Uh
1: which is cool because it's going to continue to motivate uh Pablo further against them but um oh by the way poison I'm poison, pretty sure yeah. so who killed the cat it seems like yeah. that's what happened there
2: and they, they found that out but you know it's even still Yeah, like, or at least
1: they knew that he was the one that got the passport which would lead you to believe that that's which who, he was who killed this cat um, heartless bastard
2: foreshadow I know yeah, right come on. Just, how dare you like an gato? come on. yeah exactly is Peter when you need him um but um, yeah
1: so well, it's, what was interesting to me um so steve you know he's like our all-american hero you know mm-hmm. that kind of guy and javier's got this sort of like i'll do whatever it takes to take down these guys
0: yeah
1: um steve um i feel like st- he's being corrupted by javier he's not really um questioning any of this stuff i think that I mean we didn't we didn't know much about him in the pilot but I I don't think that he would have went to these kinds of like methods to make you know make some of this stuff happen um you know paying people off uh, paying Suarez off there to kind of get the information to tap the phones all yeah. this kind of stuff which is you know not great um I do I don't I see him being kind of like like it seems like Javier is going to continue to sort of influence him you know as the season goes on here. You have any thoughts about that?
2: Possibly I don't think that as much only because Steve said, you know, from the previous episode, like I'm in this, Mm -hmm. whatever you guys do from now on, I don't care what it is. I want to be included. So he made a very clear statement there that he is down to do whatever is necessary. And while Mm -hmm. he did, there was a little bit of opposition with what some of the methods that Javier did in order to get information i think that steve understands that he's not in america anymore he's Mm. in a completely different country where you kind of have to do things a little bit differently as a police officer as an informant in order to get information so i didn't see it so much as javier was negatively influencing him just as much as him sort of realizing okay Javier is a lot more familiar with Colombia sure. and how things happen here than I am. So mm-hmm. I kind of need to take a back seat and just sort of learn a little bit so that, you know, I can mm-hmm. get my bearings and really do my job to the best of my ability. And I think that, you know, I mean, even though he mentioned that it was the first time he really felt guilty. Yeah, that you know, was the
1: thing that made me um, think that because... I, don't know. I,
2: I I know. I mean, he did feel guilty, and and it's of course that the conscience that always comes in is it's a police officer. You know, you want to do right, but just things happen, unfortunately, that that might lead you down a different path. But I think ultimately, sure. Steve, he understands the mm. risks, and he understands what needs to be done. It's just when they happen, it kind of just takes my back
1: a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, went, I mean, one, I wonder, like, well, why was this the first moment that he felt guilty? Right. But also, <laughs> like, moments. I don't know. I just thought that. I don't know. There's something about him. I mean, certainly this wasn't part of the DEA training. Yeah. Um, you know, some of these questionable you know, like especially last episode with them, like you know, basically just killing dudes and going sort of, you know, renegade there. But uh, I just, I don't know, something about that line about him saying, well, this was the first time I felt guilty that someone, I can't remember the exact line, but was, I felt guilty that. That someone was...
2: That Laura was killed yeah, based that, on the fact that he that was he helping was, him. That
1: he was doing the right thing, which yeah. Laura was doing the right thing. But,
2: but Laura said, he's like, I'm not doing this for you. Right, exactly. So there I'm was. I for, mean, even though, yeah, it was a really bad situation. Mm-hmm. And, and not that I, if I were in Steve's position, I would have removed myself emotionally from, you know, feeling guilty about it. But I I do think that, that you know, Steve is kind of recognizing, okay the little resources that we have to get people to help us they're being literally shot down at every right. single turn and I think that that's yeah. just it's becoming difficult for him to accept that and to realize and I think that he's now seeking in this is a different world right
1: you know? and just want like why is he now sort of surprised by that I think maybe it's just like a little more of him sort of realizing where he is yeah. or something like that but
2: I mean I'm sure stuff like this happens you know in america all the time but maybe his experience dealing with something like marijuana where you know you have teenagers yeah you know you're dealing with a whole different animal and i think that now he's he's just it's in his face now and he can't really ignore dealing with it emotionally anymore
1: yeah sure um let's 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 touch on connie real quick before we hit the predictions but um so connie you know she you know like what steve asked her to move back to miami and of course she's like well yeah when you move back right. to miami which um, i like
2: too again we see an, another version of you know on the, the yeah DEA a little size, more about strong their, mm-hmm. a strong-willed woman who's like no i'm gonna stand by my man and i'm not gonna just be weak and just sort of let right. you know stuff happen without me like i want to be a part of this in some way shape or form so i yeah. thought that was really great you know on yeah. behalf.
1: i like him wanting to protect her too i think that's mm-hmm. cool um of course but we yeah, yeah obviously but um <laughs> Also, just that, you know, like... M nineteen is basically planted in the you know, where she's working there. Uh Alisa as well, I believe you mentioned
2: Alisa, yeah.
1: Um, and I'm like, Ooh, this What's is this is here? cool because there's a promise of more coming with her storyline. Right,
2: exactly. Which mm. I'm I'm hoping. I mean there's so many different characters in this story, and I know that for one season it's hard to touch upon everybody, so it'll be interesting. It was a great foreshadowing fo- foreshadowing moment for yeah. Connie.
1: Very cool. Well, and then what?
2: just well mm-hmm. yeah, briefly for Gotcha and Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the cartel. I mean, I mean that's a really great, I guess, predictions. Moment yeah, let, for us let, too. Let's, so let's, let's, let's touch on that. Dive in, on into uh,
1: predictions.
0: And now you're after Buzz TV
2: predictions. Oh,
1: yeah. So, what are you thinking about? Gotcha there
2: well gotcha in the cartel which i was surprised in this episode he wasn't really the forerunner who was like yeah we need to take down escobar it was Mm -hmm. other people that were part of the cartel who were trying to convince him and obviously he doesn't need a whole bunch of convincing
1: but yeah i think that they're
2: with his, his whole political aspirations that's going to cause a lot more conflict and they're they're going to start questioning pablo a lot more and it's going sure. to just lead to a lot more opposition between the cartel
1: yeah i think i mean i think they, they gotcha like no like i don't think he's necessarily i think he he certainly wants to be the dude in control of course um which is what i predicted last episode but i think that it speaks to what kind of pablo power pablo really has yeah if Gotcha is like, we better be careful about the way that we. Oh, do Oh
2: yeah, this. I know. I was very surprised
1: because that. Yeah. you know, like he should be like, yeah, let's just go yeah, get let's him. Just do it right now. But it's like he's like, you yeah, know, no. that's that's going to be a tough one to do because of how many people are loyal to Pablo. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, got that. Um, um go interesting.
2: Ahead. Well, now of course the minister of justice is dead. You know, mm. this is this is the very start of the Icarus falling out of the sky. I mean, you have now killed. I mean, mm-hmm. you killed his
1: dream. Well, and you've killed Pablo's dream, basically.
2: Well, yeah. But, I mean, now, you know, with Pablo having him killed, it's mm-hmm. like there's there's really there's no way that you're ever going to be in politics again and now i think he has made himself even more vulnerable Mm -hmm. so i think this is going to be the beginning of the police especially just the country of colombia going Mm -hmm. after pablo
1: mistrust him you know mistrust
2: him or just going after him period i mean you you can't just kill him you know these are not just civilians or lower level cops this was somebody who has that like impassioned
1: speech is like basically like i'm not going down without a fight right um, I figured there was something else, another line that was to me was just like basically like, well, if he ends up dead, people are going to put two and one and one together. Of and, and be like, okay, well, this is who the who
2: obviously did it. Who so did I think it, now he's so... going to be dealing with the repercussions of that. And yeah, absolutely. I'm sure his whole crew now are like, crap. Now, what are you going to do? Yeah.
1: Um, my prediction on Valeria. Um, oh, let's hear it. Valez, I'm starting to think, okay, so she's there. She basically lets Pablo do whatever he wants to do to her, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Especially with the gun, all that weird stuff. Oh, God, yeah. And I'm like, is she. Is she working for another side? I'm starting to think Mm -hmm. that.
0: That she. Her
1: just sort of like, you know, kind of doing whatever he wants. I mean, she was like, she asked about getting in on the money, and he tells her no, and she's fine with that. I'm thinking starting to think that that she's got some sort of other motive and i just can kind of see her you know sort of like like keeping like a log of their interactions and that kind of thing i don't know this is i like that there was just something about it where i thought like she's way too cooperative with him there's there's no way that she's you know he's like three hundred thousand dollars i'll i'll pay this guy off i'll do whatever you know i'll do all this stuff and like yeah you're just in it for love and i'm like
2: no. no, well, yeah. I obviously, she's so. not in it for love. I think that she's in it for other reasons, but that can mm-hmm. very well be one of the reasons yeah. that Yeah. Well, she's... and
1: it would be the sort of thing like that an undercover like news reporter would be like yeah. to kind of get closer, get the real story you know she's got to sacrifice her body apparently I'm but sorry I, yeah shout no. out
2: to journalists i just no way yes. i'm letting you stick at the, the 38 uh yeah anywhere near
1: not uh, not any, recommended anywhere near the goods no yeah, yeah not recommended but, but um, she's I'm down just, for
2: the cause so that's that's what matters yeah
1: i can just see her wanting to do that but um yeah. let's um let's go ahead and get on out of here um yeah. where can people find you hey on guys. the twitters and thanks Instagrams.
2: so much for joining us for episode three find me on twitter instagram ashley underscore chapman shout out again to the chat thank you guys for your comments and yeah. we'll see you next week
1: yeah you can follow me on Instagram the Isaac Johnson also follow my film discussion show cocktail cinema on Instagram and Twitter uh, thanks so much for joining us folks and we'll see you next week All right, bye from
0: executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network